Welcome back to episode eight of the Guardian Project Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Flory. And this this podcast gives me magic clout. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm your co-host, Ryan Leithhead, who is also the ravenous Chumbawamba. <laughs> Please listen carefully. And this is the podcast where we talk about Magic the Gathering. Wait, we gather with magic? We gather... All of the magic into one 30 to 45. What was our longest part? 50 minutes? I think it was 50 minutes. Segment of listening goodness. And you gather and listen to it. You do. Woo-hoo! Thank you, everybody who listens to our podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners as we work to come up with new segments and topics. We cannot thank you enough for your continued support. We do want to give a few shout outs to some folks who are also promoting us. Uh, who happen to be former good friends of mine. Who used to be also customers of mine at the shop, uh, Del and Vera Para. Yeah, that that rhymes. It was great. I was made fun of her for that. Uh, but they actually moved back to Seattle and they started their own Twitch stream on their streaming arena. And you can find them at twitch.tv slash para9. P-E-R. Nope, that's not right. P-E-R-A-N-I-N-E. Thank you so much for promoting us. And we also, love you. we miss you. Thank you to our follower, Cosmic Library. You're great. Thank you for all of your feedback and responses. Um, so we wanted to just thank everybody who was listening. And um, yes, thank you very much. And then talk about what happened last week. So I was at Gen Con last week. So I know we recorded earlier last week. And uh, I think we recorded on a Monday. Yeah, that's what we that. recorded, right? Yeah, it was on a Monday. Yeah, we bumped somebody. Who did we bump? <laughs> we bumped. Okay, so also. Our producer produces two podcasts. The other one is called The Pursuit of Figuring It Out. You can find them wherever you listen to podcasts. We bumped them. We got the primo spot on Monday. Well, they figured it out instantly that they got bumped. <laughs> they figured it out and had to record earlier in the day. hey <laughs> We normally record on Wednesdays, but we bumped them. And um, we want you to go listen to their Sorry. podcast as well. Yeah. They're great. They we love them. Nice. They can't hang up their their headphones, but that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so last we week, love them. <laughs> so last week I was at Gen Con and I had a lot of fun. It was my first Gen Con. First Jenkin. First Jenkin. Uh, first time I've also been to Indianapolis. It was a really Ooh. nice city. It is very very nice. We so we ended up staying really close to the convention center. We were at like really close, like a block and a half. Ooh, perfect. It was really nice. Although, so we get there and we had a we had five people that were staying in our room, two couples and a single, and we got there and it was a two queen room with a pull out bed. Wait, because you and Nick were in the room? <laughs> yes, two queens. And we got there and they were like, Yeah, we don't have your room. What? So they were like, We don't we don't we don't have your room. How do you not have room? So apparently Gen Con booked all the rooms at this hotel before it was actually built. It was a brand new hotel. They didn't know how many rooms were in the hotel. So they booked a number of rooms that was greater than the number that actually <laughs> existed in the hotel. So we get there and they were like, well, we're, we're going we're gonna to put you in a different room. We said, okay, great. We said, it's, uh, it's one king bed. One Elvis. <laughs> I said, okay. So we get there and there was a pullout couch. So we ended up having two people on the king bed. We took the mattress off the couch and just put it on the floor. And then 
we stayed on that and then the person who was single slept on the couch so it, it worked out and to be fair we were only in the room at night anyway i'll say eight hours max per it, day, right? it, that's all we were there for anyway um but they were very nice. We got a discount on the room. But um, nice. I think next year, now that the hotel's built, they know how many rooms that that Gen Con can actually book for that hotel. Yeah. Um, but I had a lot of fun. We we played board games literally all weekend. I to be fair, I didn't do I didn't play any magic events. I went to what? Well, to be fair, you're going to be talking about not playing magic on a magic podcast. I know. I didn't. Well, so we we signed up for a bunch of games. Uh, to play board games before we got there. And there there wasn't really any time in the day to go to like a four hour draft or whatever it was gonna take right. to, to play all of the all of the rounds. So um we had a full a full weekend. Um we played some really cool board games. We played a game called Root. That was really good. It took, I am Root. It I am Root. It actually took over an hour just to learn the rules of the game. <laughs> to then play the game Skip. for for three hours it was actually really a three good three hour tour a three hour tour <laughs> and we played another game called terraforming mars that was fantastic um and then we just wandered around a lot and um yeah that's pretty much the summation of gen con is wandering around i my legs i was like my shins hurt so bad from walking i don't walk this much walk this way walk this way and so a lot of the events took place in in the stadium that's connected to the convention center so i i i don't know sports so it wasn't it was in the lucas oil stadium is that who plays there does anyone know the colts the colts play in the lucas oil stadium the kurtz oh okay so that's where we were and they were like did you get to meet andrew luck i don't know who that is but no so you weren't that maybe lucky. i did i totally could have met him i if he went to gen con i might have been in the same room as him he's got too busy of an off season to like like i would explain it to you but you would just want to get it because <laughs> i don't really know what i'm explaining so we were trying to find this this stadium so you're in the convention center and they were like you just follow the footprints that are on the floor and there's like what there, there's there a floor there were there's a floor no, there were no Andrew footprints Floor-y? to be seen. I was like, where? We literally, we walked everywhere. I was like, okay, we finally asked like three people in a row. I said, okay. Where do we go? They they were they were like at the gate and they said, you can come in and you know, you had to show your badge. And I said, okay, where, where's the stadium? Marte Pes. And they said, uh, oh, I don't know. That was the first person. <laughs> it's like, you work here. What do you mean you don't know? They volunteer. They so, just want free <laughs> something, discount. So I finally found somebody and they were like, Oh, that's literally on the opposite side of the planet. You couldn't Rip. you couldn't be any further from where you need to be. And we had like 15 minutes to get there. So we're running through crowds uh like power walking. We fi- we made it. We made it with like 5 minutes to spare. Wait, normal power walking or Andy Andrew Flurry power walking? Okay, so I walk really fast to begin with and then we were walking fast for me. <laughs> so you essentially running Right. essentially running a light jog a, a light jog uh, no so we had a lot of fun at gen con um i did get the gen con playmat though which was the uh, stained glass uh planeswalker art and it's every single one of them on one playmat so i was really excited about that you yes i know you uh, <sighs> ravnica chef's kiss it was all of them do the the italian finger pop Oh, uh, <laughs> so good. So good. 
I, Saluta. <laughs> uh, no, so I got that. Um, we bought a bunch of board games, drove home, had a great time. So that was that was my last week. Wait, you had a good time after driving home? I mean, I didn't have to drive, so that's still a good time. I played, Bonus. My, I played my Switch the entire drive. Nice. It nice. was great. How about your last week? What'd you do? Uh, worked on my house, you know, because that seems to be that all I do these days, get ready for the wedding. Well, we're getting married. We're. Whoa. Wow. You didn't even ask me. <laughs> Shotgun wedding. You're getting married in less than a month. 25 days. 25 days. As of this recording, asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to delay it. I hope not. <laughs> I don't know if the venue would delay it. No. They're <laughs> going to take our money, though. Oh, yeah. did you get wedding insurance? That's a thing I found out. I did not. I did not know that. The com- oh, yeah. I- the company I work for sells it. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, my mother-in-law had to get a one-day like kitchen insurance, like cook insurance, because she's preparing food for like hors d'oeuvres. Oh, hors d'oeuvre. Is it? Is it like in case she like gives someone food poisoning or something? Basically, it's really? So they yeah, so they don't get sued. There's insurance for everything. No, except for volcano. There's no volcano insurance. Nope. <laughs> As a licensed insurance producer, I don't specialize in volcanoes, so I did not know whether or not that no, existed. No, there is, in fact, no... Thanks, Family Guy. There is no volcano insurance, not even in Hawaii. Interesting. The state that spawned volcanoes. No. That's not true. So what's on our agenda today? <laughs> well, we're going to have a special guest, uh, your husband. Uh, Nick is going to be on to talk about DND. Is he? I didn't even know. It's a surprise to everyone. Oh, that's Even su- himself. It's a surprise for me. Um, but we're gonna talk a little bit about Commander Nineteen spoilers <gasps> and little reactions from there. Okay, I'm really I'm excited about a lot of them. I'm excited about a lot. Some of them. of them. I'm excited about like six of them. That's about the number I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we're also gonna we have a new surprise um little segment for you. <gasps> we're not gonna talk about it until uh, later. I I'm really excited for this. Segment. I know. Not gonna too. lie. <laughs> okay. It's a surprise. So at the end of the podcast, you get to hear. Our big surprise. So keep listening. Yeah. Hopefully all the way to the end. Hopefully our buildup is worth the, you know, the payoff. Don't fast forward. Listen to this whole podcast. Yeah. Don't just fast forward. Fast forward. I don't, I don't want you to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life is full of disappointment. Aren't, aren't they all? All right. <laughs> uh, such I'm, as almost being 30 years old. I'm 30 and I still believe in happiness. Does that make me like the equivalent of being a child and believing in Santa? No, but I would totally sit and play Pokemon Red or Blue all day if I totally could. Correct, but I yeah. have I have like things I have to do in life, but I would do that if I could. You have to be able to pay the ability to, you know, play Pokemon. <laughs> yes. If my life was the Sims, I would sit and play video games all day. Mm, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I have to go to the shower and then someone Let's go in the hot me. tub, yeah. Just don't put me in the pool and remove the the stairs cuz then I'll drown. <laughs> Because that's what people did in The Sims. Was that they too, did? Was that, yeah, it's awful. And then the Grim Reaper can't even get to you, I don't think. Because he shows up when you die, but does he can't he get dr- in the pool. Does he drown? I don't think he shows up. Is there a Grim Reaper for the Grim Reaper? This was too dark. Okay. Commander 19 spoilers. <laughs> okay, so we've seen, we've seen three decks now. We've seen the Saltai deck, which is Manifest. And I'm salty about that. I love salty it. Salty about salty. Salty about salty. Salty about salty. About saltines. <laughs> and then we have Jeskai flashback. 
And then today we saw Naya Populate. Naya Popular. Gonna make you popular. Um, so any standout cards that you've seen so far? Um, so the Which most... ones are you going to say, take my money? To? Uh, Dockside Extortionist? Which one is that? What's that one do? Okay. So when it... Uh, Get the correct name for that. I don't think that's it. It doesn't sound right. It's what ducks, color is it? It's red. It's Are you talking about the goblin that makes the artifacts? Don't spoil it. Okay. Just... No no spoilers. It's not a goblin that makes treasure tokens. <gasps> yeah. When it enters the battlefield, you create X treasures, where X is the number of artifacts and enchantments your opponents control. It is also called Dockside Extortion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> you were right. Yeah. That is my least and favorite, I'm sorry, least and most favorite card to play against from this new commander set. Okay. That card is absurd. Okay, so like on turn four, if someone plays, like if someone just goes off as like Soul Ring and Mana Crypt and Felwar Stone, you're like, cool, I'm playing red and I ramp just as hard. Get wrecked, sucker. Riggedy wrecked. And then I saw someone that was like, I should just play Mechanized Production on Treasures. <laughs> <laughs> Blue, what? Ooh, blue, red. What? Brutaclad. I was gonna say Brutaclad because it makes tokens, right? It does. So you could copy treasures. It just belongs in there. It just belongs. It it belongs in. Okay, am I wrong to say that this card belongs in every red deck? There are some of those cards that that just belong in everything. That is correct. That's why it's like twenty dollars or something. Is it really? Yeah, it's 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 going to be the money card in whatever deck it's in. Is that? Is that in the Jeskai deck or is that in the, um, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's in the Jeskai deck. I think I saw this, the full deck list and I think it was in the, the Jeskai deck. That, that, that card is ridiculous. And on top of it, it's a goblin and a pirate, which both have support. That would want this. No, this card is really good in, yeah, it's good in Admiral Beckett Brass. It's, it's good in... Ed- it's good in If everything. your deck has red in it, you are playing it. Doesn't matter if you're playing Storm or not. All right, you got it here. You got it, dude. You got it. Uh, if you're playing red, this card goes in your deck. So buy 14 copies and skyrocket the price, please. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't. That, that's what's going to happen to this card. Don't do that. That already happened with Ixor this week because of... Um, the Saltite Commander Volrath. Yeah. It... Yes. Yes. Um, but Ixidor, I don't think is that good for that deck. It's fine. It's not ten dollars that it is now, but it's fine. Um. So that card that we're talking about is Kadena Slinking Sorcerer. Slinky, Slinky. We all fault. No, that's not it. I don't know what song you were attempting to sing. The Slinky theme song. Slinky, it sounded like you were slink- singing the theme song to, um. Wasn't there a song, there, there a show, it was called like Bananas in Pajamas? Bananas in Pajamas, we're walking down the stairs. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. That's, that's oh. a song. I don't, I don't understand pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Kadena, she has the face down, the first face down creature spell you cast each turn costs three less. Whenever a face down creature enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. <gasps> so your first morph is free and you draw a card, which is the best thing you can do. In the entire game of magic. <laughs> Which we're in the Ezri's discovered. Who has two thumbs and approves Kadena? This guy. A.T. Flory. A.T. Flory. 
at at flurry on twitter but tw- non-baller man cometh to tw- tweet at me no so i think this the the soul tide deck is really good um yeah. i would so normally i like the secondary commanders i just in 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 general i found that i like those ones more than the face commander for each deck yeah but for the soul tide deck i really like that card a lot i morph is a pretty cool mechanic as it is and i just think it's really strong um what do you think about rayami first of the fallen so that's one of the secondary commanders in the saltai deck it's one and then black green blue and it has if a non-token creature would die exile that card with a blood counter on it and as long as it's exiled with a blood counter on it rayami first of the fallen has flying the same is true for this is a list everything Burst Strike, Double Strike, Death Touch, Haste, Hexproof, Indestructible, Lifelink, Menace, Protection, Reach, Trample, and Vigilance. 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 But it, there's, so there's like some things missing, like, like uh, Shroud. <laughs> Shriggity Shroud. Can't get Shroud. But um, a lot of people I, I've seen on Twitter, a lot of people are talking about this as a Voltron deck. Seems like this is very reminiscent of the human, which human that has... Um, Odric. Odric. That has the ability to get everything. Yeah, to get Is it the I want I'll have to look. I wonder if all the abilities are identical to the I wonder if they're written the same. Probably. It, it, or if not it would be similar. I would assume so. Yeah. Um so my favorite like actual commander I think is actually um well we haven't seen them all yet right there's two more that we haven't seen for tomorrow so so far so so far far, we're recording on wednesday asterisk so far asterisk is the uh are we in just guy or are we in naya just guy okay so just this guy i'm going up hold on just this guy okay is it the wall because i really like the wall you like that really okay i I want someone to cosplay as the wall (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how do you do that it's just i feel like it would be like cosplaying like a wedge of cheese like your face but on the cheese but it'd be just a wall no and it'd be really colorful it would it would it would just be an e <laughs> he's he's losing it because i can't really say what i'm about to say <laughs> okay it gotta was, be pg how do, how do you describe this be, cosplay it, it would just be a wall with donald trump toupee on it <laughs> Okay, so a lot of people on Twitter are saying that. To be fair, a lot of people on Twitter are comparing this to that. I It is USA color. They no, they made a good argument. To be fair, they made a good argument that that they said it's it's America colors and it's flavor text says it's colors and trans aggressors directing their violence. It just and you you make them choose to fight the left or the right. Uh, uh a lot of people are like, is this is this reminiscent of our current political uh, environment? And I was like, well, I think first off, no, but I think I think this are is coincidence, in, yeah. and you're just going there. I, I think people are reading into that too much. To be but fa- my actual <laughs> favorite card out of the desk guy, let's get back, uh, is Elsha of the Infinite. Uh, mine too. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, she is great. Our special guest Nick would probably appreciate that card. We'll probably get more insight from him later. Yeah, we will. We're gonna ask him, and I've already asked him whether or not this is as good as Melek. Well, don't spoil it. I can't. I can't. But right now, I know he has a Melek deck. 
So Melek mm. says you can cast the top card of your, you, you play with the top card of your library revealed if an instant or sorcery, you can cast it. And if you do, you copy it. So you cast it twice. So this is really close to that. Right. But I, I think this one's just better because yeah. you get white. Your opponent doesn't get to see what's on the top of your deck. And this oh, includes artifacts and enchantments. Ooh. It's really good. This like, and it costs run, one less. Could you run this with like a sub commander's like feather? You could probably put feather and Malik in this deck. <laughs> why not? Yeah, sure. Why not? They both work. Correct. Yeah, it could be feather esque where you just keep targeting it, and it's just like a commander damage. And deck. it has prowess. She it has does, prowess. Because you know, why not? Right. <laughs> And you can cast the cards as though they had flash, so you're not even required to cast. You can cast those artifacts and enchantments whenever. Exactly. It's like Videlkin Orrery on Elsha of the Infinite. So Josh Lee Kwai, I'm sure, of the Command Zone is like, I'm going to play this one. Probably. I mean, it's his Just favorite card on his... Uh, on this. On this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good. Also, as long as it doesn't have tutors. Well, why can't you tutor? Because Josh Lee Quiet doesn't like tutors. Oh, well, I like tutors. I like the tutors. They were a great history moment. They were a great That's family. the show. I didn't watch that. There's a show well, on they that were, right they now. They were right? real, but yeah. They were real. They were real, but there's a show that will teach you. Uh, is it about? Is it? A, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, about, yeah. You're so precious. I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't watched it. You should after watching this and just say, that's a mystical tutor. And that's vampiric tutor. Were they in the show? They were. Oh. Yeah, they were like the descendants. Like now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you believe me, but you're just I don't. Okay. I don't. That's good. That was a you good... shouldn't. I lie all the time. Uh the other thing is there's a lot of plan there's some planeswalker reprints here, and I actually like the choices so far. I like all of them. We've yeah. got Garrick Primal Hunter and Arail Zarek and Vraska the Unseen. My old Twitter handle used to be the unseen eighty nine, but no. But now it's at Flory. You're, you're the unseen. You can see me now. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not the unseen. Once you've seen me, I'm seen. John, I feel you're, seen. You're not. You're not John Cena anymore. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. Some of these. This, I mean, the Planeswalkers are are cool. There's a lot of um, cool cards that have been reprinted so far. There's some faithless looting. With new Some art. Some faithless looting. Well, it's not new art. It's the comic book promo that Ooh. used to cost, I believe the Ooh. card was like $20 to get this artwork. Oh, yeah. and Or $6 for the book if you could find it somewhere. Good luck. Yeah, right. Good luck finding the book with the promo still in it. The reprint I'm most excited for is new Steve art. Well, actually old Steve art, but Stosakura Tribalder. That's oh, what, that's yeah. What the, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. That, that's what the kids call him. But yeah, it's it's the judge foil art. Yes. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna put that in every single green deck that I have. Oh, the, just the new artwork. The new it? artwork. Yeah. You yeah. know the card does the same thing, right? I don't care. It's new art. There's there's some really good reprints in here as well. I muse know, that is born of the seed. Gu- guess what else was reprinted? What else? Soul right. <laughs> lightning rays. <gasps> was it reprinted? I missed that. Why would they do that? Did they reprint lightning rays? They did. In yeah. which which deck? Uh, that one I'm not sure, but I did see it in the spoilers maybe today. It's, maybe it's the Naya deck. I would assume so. I can think if that it, was the one they were doing today. It, yeah, yeah. If it came out today, then. Um, 
other notable cards uh one of them i like a lot it's called empowered auto generator so it enters the battlefield tapped it's an artifact that costs four that has oh, yeah, tap that put one. a charge counter on it and then you add x man of any color of any one color so it'll always be the same where x is number of charge counters on it you can go infinite with that so fast with anything that untaps an artifact uh yeah unwinding clock yeah or there's there's paradox some engine rest in peace uh <laughs> press f to pay respect press f press f. um no that that card seems really good and um i also really like some of these flashback cards like secrets uh, of the dead is pretty good the enchantment that says whenever you cast a spell from a graveyard draw a card is uh it seems really good in cast yes is that what color is that blue blue yeah two and a blue enchantment whenever you cast a spell from a graveyard draw a card i like the yeah ah i like the clever impersonator reprint. that's a reprint though secrets of the dead right is it i feel like this card has been out before probably this isn't new right i just don't think cast runs this because most people that are playing cast are playing like, like a hyper, hyper hyper competitive cast and this is probably too slow they probably win before you play this card because that's how cast plays yeah it's a storm um they storm i think i really like the uh new the new commander that was spoiled today um atla palani nest tender so it is naya uh she's a two three that has pay two tap create a zero one egg creature token with defender that has she also says whenever an egg dies an egg yeah whenever an egg you control dies reveal cards from the top of your library till you reveal a creature Put it onto the battlefield and the rest onto the bottom of your library in any order. Gross. So uh, I saw some people posting today on online and it goes infinite with Thornbite Staff and Ashnod's Altar. Because a creature dies, yep. you reveal Ashnod's Altar, gets you the two mana when you stack, you untap it, and you just rinse and repeat to put all your creatures out. <laughs> and I assume if you're playing like Crater Hoof. Yeah. And your play, so well, I no, that wouldn't do it. Not that turn anyway. Well, it might if Crater Hoofs last, but if you do that with anger and you sack anger, throw it in the graveyard. Yeah. it sure does. Sure does. And um, get her done. Uh, we were we had we had, were chatting about it today, and someone said, "Well, you should just put Elish Norn in there because instantly the egg just dies when it comes in." <laughs> And if you're revealing for free, chances are you might not even have to cash Elish Norn; it'll just come into play. <laughs> It's ridiculous. This seems really fun. And there's a new egg, the rock egg. <laughs> it's a zero three defender that has when rock egg dies, create a three, three bird with flying the bird. Just make it more. I did look up how many eggs there were in, in the game. There's four. One of them's an, uh, I think there's actually five, but one's from an unset. So it's not legal. Is one Togepi. I wish Togepi was in here, but I, if I were to name and if I were to make this deck, it'd be an egg deck, right? Obviously it's an egg deck and I would title it. O question mark. Like in Pokemon, your eggs hatch like shakes and it It would just be called O question mark. That'd be the name of this deck. My favorite sub commander is the Tarngarth first mate, the red green two. Really? Okay. So you're one of the first people that I've heard that says this is their favorite. It's not my, of the sub commanders. Yeah. It's, just it seems fun. So okay, so tell me. Okay, so Tangarth first mate is two and a red and a green. Yeah, and he's a five five. Uh, Tarn Garth. 
I don't even know if I'm saying that right. First make can be blocked by more than one creature. Whenever an opponent attacks with one or more creatures, if Tarngarth is tapped, you may have that opponent gain control of Tarngarth until end of combat. If you do, choose a plane player or a planeswalker that opponent is attacking. Tarngarth is attacking that player or a planeswalker. So if it's you can have an opponent gain control of it until end of combat. So he pulls. So whenever he so he um attacks his own. So if someone else is attacking and he's already tapped, you just make that person be also attacking with Tarngarth. That's how this works. Yeah. And then you gain control back. And then you just get him back. So he deals. But 10... he stays tapped. So right. everybody really attacks with Tarngarth every turn. Exactly. Now. Is it true that when this happens, like if you're putting a bunch of swords and equipment, it all goes with him? Yeah. Because and does it you count don't as lose... commander damage for each person as it happens? It has to because this is how Xantra works. Yeah. That's gross. But it can be attacking you. Right? No. He, as long as you control him. Oh, you him. choose it. So you it doesn't automatically happen. It says if you... if it, Oh, you may have. Yeah. So, so it doesn't have to ha- happen. So yeah. if they're attacking you, you wouldn't do it. But if they're attacking someone else, you're like, no, no, no. That's when you look T- at him. And take Tangarth yeah. with you. He's your first mate. He's going to help yeah. destroy right, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my first mate, but you can have him. He's he's now your first mate. Yeah. But really second mate because he just killed you because I have 21 <laughs> commander damage. Good game. Good game. Good game. Um, no, that does seem really interesting and a different way to build around because we've never seen something like that before where you have the choice to just make him attack. That's when, that's when you look at your opponent and go, I pulled a sneaky on you. I did a sneaks. <laughs> sneaky deaky. Um, we've also, so there's some other cool cards that came out today. Um, one of them is Marisi Breaker of the Coil, a 5-4. Like Coil? Yes. Ooh. Who might be... Um, a guest host in the future, uh, Brian may be unavailable the week of his wedding and the week after when he's, you know, he's going to go on this thing called like a honeymoon cause he's going to just abandon me. Yeah. So I might have a sub host. You can come you know, with a us. Guest, guest host. <gasps> You're inviting me on your honeymoon. Yeah. You can. Uh, I'll third wheel it. Swim in our pool. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a great vacation to third wheel it on. Um, yeah. You won't see us very often. Yeah. So, Marisi, Breaker of the Coil, is a 5-4 for one, and then red, green, white, that has your opponents cannot cast spells during combat. That's that's relevant. That, that happens is very a lot. relevant. Yeah. And it says, whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, go to each creature that player controls. So, the next turn, they, they must attack and cannot attack you. That is obnoxious. <laughs> what is the goad card that was printed a couple years ago that is very underplayed? It was from the Edgar Markov. And it just says goad all creatures you don't control. Goad. This is almost that. It's so good. The number of decks I play where I don't want to swing with a commander or swing with any creatures is a lot. (laughs) A lot of decks where I don't want to swing. So I'm going to have to block a lot. So you don't want to see that card at all. You don't like the the sub keyword. Well, it does. Goad. It says whenever a creature you control. So if they're just swarming with a bunch of tokens in the populate deck, they're probably going to hit you. And that's unfortunate. <laughs> they going to get you. Yes. That is oh, it's sad. But yeah. I love it. There's yeah, there's a few interesting reprints that were revealed today that... oh, Okay, let's talk reprints. Which ones do you like the most? Seedborn Muse the first. Because it doesn't matter how many times that card is printed, it's just going to keep getting played in 
all decks? Yeah. Most? I'd say like 99 It doesn't go in all. It doesn't go in all. It doesn't go in all, but it goes in most. Many. Uh, Dragon Master Outcast. I I don't like that card that much. It, I ended it's up, so slow. Yeah, I ended up taking it out of Lord Windgrace and put in El- Elvish Reclaimer instead because that card's like way better. But sure. It, it's a good budget. And it, you know, just sometimes it's just making five, five kids there. Uh, Momentous Fall was a good one. That's a staple in a lot of, not a lot of, some green um, competitive EDH decks like um, Salvala. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else got here. Thrag Tusk, that was an interesting one. It was good in standard. Yeah, it was real good. good. I mean, had its time in modern for a little bit. Um, it's always good in EDH. I mean, getting a especially in like something like Rune where you can blink it and just get continuously get five life and three uh, three three beats. I like Clever Impersonator, the clone that comes in as a copy of any non land permanent on the battlefield. That's really good. Ooh, Shamanic Revelation with new artwork. Uh, that's not new. That was on the Buy Box promo. Oh, okay. Interesting. So non-foil buy buy box promo artwork, which is which is exciting. Um, I think I there's a Tristani Selesnia's voice. Yeah, I really like that artwork. That's actually really sweet. That's the new uh, that's the new artwork that was in the guild kits, but now non-foil as well, which is nice. Um, and then oh, um, Thran Dynamo is a good reprint. I mean, even with a secondary and third reprinting, it's still like eight dollars. And also. Tempt with discovery. Don't. Yes. Okay, listeners, don't be tempted. Do not. Don't don't do it. But also, if Whoever you're really is. low on lands, do it. But also, you're gonna want to do it. But you shouldn't. And you're gonna want to do it. And you're probably gonna do it. And you're gonna be sad because I did that once, just recently, and someone grabbed their Tron lands. <laughs> and somebody, then I was like, against someone who oh, might no. also be on this podcast. Yes, and it was a blowout. Blow out. Don't be tempted. Dun, 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 dun. Blow out. Okay, so there's a, a couple other new cards that I wanted to mention. One of them is Thought Sponge. So it is uh, one moment flash for four, three and a blue. Uh, when, uh, when Thought Sponge enters the battle, or not whenever, it says Thought Sponge enters the battlefield with a number of plus one, plus one counters on it equal to the number of cards an opponent has drawn this turn. And it says when Thought Sponge dies, draw cards equal to its power. Is that what Jace has in his kitchen? architect of thought sponge architect of thought sponge yeah hashtag <laughs> another one um bites of the dust another one bites the dust is vesuvian shapeshifter so i think so this is a new card for the morph deck it's not vesuvian shapeshifter this is Ves, vesuvian vesuvian Vesuvan. Anyway, so it says it enters the battlefield. When it enters the battlefield or is turned faced up, you can choose another creature on the battlefield. If you do, uh, until Vesuvan Shapeshifter is turned face down, it becomes a copy of that creature and has, at the beginning of your upkeep, you can turn this creature face down. So it's like um, it's a it's a clone that can just be continuously turned face down and flipped back up to turn into something else over and over and over to become whatever is just the best thing out on the battlefield. I think it's really good. Even if you're not playing a morph deck or something that even cares remotely about flipping and up uh, like face down and face up. This is just a clone that can be very good. And we like good here at the guardian project podcast. At the guardian project podcast. We like the good. Uh, And we have Ixodron with a new artwork. It re- it reminds me of the monster from Stranger Things. It's what it looks like. Which one? The main one. The main monster. 
with like the arms and the and so the oh, okay the demogorgon no that was season one demo mm. what is the season two because the new we're, one is we're in the, season three right the new one is it's the giant one that if you're it's the, oh, yeah, it's the, the mind, mind it's the mind flare thanks right. thanks producer ryan we're who also looks like termagoyf the mind flare also it doesn't. The Demogorgon looks the like... The Demogorgon looks like Tarmogoyf. Yeah. The Mind Flayer looks like... This is this is the Mind Flayer. That's terrifying. But Ixodron, if you've never seen it, it's a real good card. As Ixodron enters the battlefield, turn all other non-token creatures face down. They become 2-2 creatures with no abilities. So uh, get wrecked. Riggedy wrecked. Uh, good. You can't... They're not manifested, so they're just face down now. Uh, and we Ixodron's were doing so well. <laughs> we were. And Ixodron's power and toughness are equal to the number of face down creatures on the battlefield. So it's a game changer. It's a really good card. Um, and another one to mention is Volrath, the Shape Stealer. So this is one of these Sultai sub commanders. Two uh, black, green, blue. The beginning of your upkeep, put a minus counter on up to one target creature, and then pay one until end of your turn or until. Your next turn, Volrath the Shape Stealer becomes a copy of Tart Creature with a counter on it. Uh, except it's a 7-5 and has this ability. So you put a minus counter on a creature and then you can pay one and you can become that creature. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure someone will find a way to make this broken soon. I like it a lot. It's, it's an interesting ability. Um, and I did see someone mentioning um, the Tree of Perdition. <laughs> So you make it, it becomes a seven, five tree of perdition and you tap it. Someone's life total becomes five. <laughs> it's so sad. I I would not like to lose that way, but I would, I would like to see it happen to someone else. <laughs> We'd all like to see those things happen to other people. Just not, not to me. I Just, don't want to lose that yeah. way. It feels bad. So another fun card that was spoiled, I think yesterday actually was wall of stolen identity. Oh, what is that? So it's three and a blue, zero, zero power and toughness, but uh, you may have Wall of Stolen Identity enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature in the battlefield, except it's a wall in addition to its other type and has Defender. Uh, when you do tap the copy creature and it doesn't untap during its controller's uh, untap stuff for as long as you control Wall of Stolen Identity. So that's a real good lockdown card for oh, sure. That's obnoxious. I love it. Copy your tree, tap your tree uh yeah because it's Sick. it's a it's a lockdown and then if you can make copies of it is yeah, it like it's not legendary right no oh good luck imagine uh, progenitor mimic with that oh and it's in the right colors oh that'd be so annoying oh someone do that yeah, please please and take pictures and tweet at us if you do it at Bullerman cometh and at at floor uh the other card that i really like because it's from ravnica and it's new is Selesnia Eulogist. So I don't know if you saw this one. So it is a, uh, it costs two colorless and a green for a 3-3 centaur druid that has pay two and a green, exile target creature card from a graveyard, then populate. So it's like scavenging ooze, limited to creatures in the graveyard. Yeah. But you populate each time. It's really good for any token deck that's playing green. So Andy is very happy right now. Oh, I love tokens. <laughs> tokens and drawing cards, you guys. That's what I... That's just my life. If there was a deck that could do both, which I'm sure there is, I, Andy would be all about that. It there's got is there one that makes tokens and there is, and I play it. It's called the Locust God. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> How could I forget my locust boy? Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. I get a bunch of tokens and I draw a bunch of cards. And so I think Selesnya Eulogist is going to be played a lot. I, I'm I'm predicting now, and I'm going to be definitely putting this in Slimefoot because I can populate my sapperlings, but also remove problematic creatures from people's graveyards. Oh, seems really it, fun. Oh, try it out. Now um, Nath might be a little slow, but so we'll see. so those are a few of the cards that we really liked from the Commander 19 spoilers. There's still going to be some more stuff tomorrow, so just uh, watch for all my retweets. Of all the things that I want to buy. And watch my retweets of Andy's retweets. <gasps> sub retweets. Sub retweets. We are pros. Getting those clouts, those sub clouts. Sub clouts. I just found out what that word meant the other day, and I'm so not happy, but it's fine. Now we say I clout. use it in our everyday. That's that's why I said this podcast gives me clout. <laughs> I clout by <laughs> Apple. <laughs> so we have a new segment today. Do you want to intro our segment? No. We we need to tell them about it. It's the surprise. It's not... I mean, you can... You're not spoiling the surprise. So, Andy, I've been reading over some flavor text from cards that have been printed over the years. Uh-huh. And they're a little dirty. <gasps> Which ones? Uh, it looks like we got about eight different ones here. Okay. I think we'll take turns uh, on and off telling them the audience on which ones are the most... We're going to read them and... Yeah. Okay. And, and they're appropriate, you think? We right. might have to censor some out. Okay. And that brings us to our new our new segment called Unnecessary Flavorship. Perfect. So the the first card here is is the card it's actually a reprint, so it's the card hex, and it's it's four colorless black black for a sorcery that has destroyed t- six target creatures. And this flavor text is just ridiculous. It's so inappropriate. It says when five just isn't enough. When isn't it enough? Indeed, <laughs> five, always need more than five, right? I mean, honestly, six. Who doesn't have Quite more than hex. five? Oh <laughs> boy! Alter of Dementia. This just got a reprint too, and they keep printing the same horrendous flavor text. It is not that you will go mad; it is that you will beg for. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? I get beats me. Beats the altar of dementia out of me. Okay, and so another card sometimes gets played in Commander. It's a fun card, but honestly, uh, it's so inappropriate. I don't know why people put it in their decks. It's it's mana barbs. It, man, this one's crazy. It says, I don't know why people say a double edge is bad. It's a with two edges. <laughs> it's so bad. I can't even comment. <laughs> Who thought that would be a great flavor? That's horrible. You can just commission me and I can write text better than that. Apparently. And then Hedron Crab too. Wow, this this is this is this is getting ridiculous. I don't know if my Christian soul can take this any longer. Uh Hedron's perplex <laughs> both great and small. <laughs> oh I'm I guess that's it's a it must be a crab thing. A Hedron crab thing. Krabby Patty indeed. <laughs> All right, the the next card we have is is Might of Oaks. Uh, the, this one this one's really bad, you guys. It's so bad. It says, "Guess where I'm gonna this?" Wow. I can't even. Do you be- kiss your mother with that mouth? Honest to, I can't even believe someone approved that. Uh, <laughs> that was printed. This game is rated for thirteen-year-olds. Uh, Move it back to like twenty-one-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, wow. that's a that's an NC seventeen card. 
This made it on the Land of War Elves. This is, this is like the most common played card ever. Okay, so one <laughs> broken for every <laughs> snapped underfoot. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. I can't even believe that happened. But like, is it accurate? I don't. Is it? I don't know. For is every one of those that's broken, another one snapped. I think that's what I heard. I, ca Ooh. I can't even. Ooh. I don't want to think about that. Me either. Oh, no. The next card is also really, I don't know how this made it past, you know, the, the, how this got approved. But the card is last word. And the flavor text is, someday someone will me, but it won't be today and it won't be you. Wow, that's that is so inappropriate. It it someday someone will likely do that, I guess. But you didn't have to print that on a card. Holy! Good cow. thing it's not a heavily played card. Good lord! Oh, sheesh! Amen. And then for the last one, this is this is the the worst of them all. I can't even believe this made it. You should, Mark Rosewater. You should be ashamed of yourself. This is Skirk Prospector. I like goblins. They make funny little <laughs> sounds when they. <laughs> oh my god! That is, they, they do make those sounds though, right? I mean, I would assume. I would assume. I mean, it's. it's I don't accurate. know any, I don't know any goblins personally, but inappropriate, but probably accurate. All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our show this week. Oh no! Oh no! We were having so much fun. We hope you enjoyed our new segment. We had yeah. a lot of fun recording that. We did. Um, if you want to contact us, you can find us on Twitter. You can find me at ATFlory. And me at BallermanCometh. Take a look for hashtag GuardianProjectPod on Twitter to find our posts and episodes. Uh, we do like to hear from you, so send along your comments and any topics you'd like us to talk about. And we will talk about them next week. Uh, you can also email us at GuardianProjectPod at gmail.com. Um, have a great week and we'll talk to you uh, we'll talk to you soon it's going to be quite a week for everyone I hope bye bye oh man we forgot Nick oh no guess we gotta bump him this week alright we'll talk to you next week bye bye we could do that on the next one yeah I didn't have to find it it's not something people look for and there's like 40,000 oh, cards no 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 I'm just saying